CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Good morning, guys. Welcome back to Not Your Typical with Not Your Typical Fitness Lover, Caitlin Nolan. Today's episode is all about how I've reached like a positive body image for myself that has absolutely nothing to do with weight loss. I feel like a lot of these episodes that I've heard in the past, like talking about body image or ways that people have really found like a positive outlook on their own body and just like their fitness mindset in general, is a lot about like weight loss and doing habits to make them more toned or things like that and I just want to help you guys in a way that might just be different like I'm not saying that any of those are bad I'm not saying that changing your body is bad or whatever like I'm not here to tell you guys what your goals should be but for me like I never reached a positive outlook on body image when I was focusing on like changing my body it was more about respecting loving and caring for the body that I have currently even if I have goals of becoming stronger or lifting more, running a longer distance, increasing my endurance, like all these things that are like technically changing myself and reaching a goal in fitness. I don't think there's anything wrong with reaching fitness goals or wanting to reach fitness goals or say if somebody has to reach a certain body weight or whatever it is in terms of like their doctor or anything like that. Like I'm not here to tell you what your goals should be. I just want to like put in your head some things that you could focus on also in your fitness journey that might help you have a positive outlook towards your body because that's literally all I did like instead of being so focused on oh I want to change myself I want to change this I'm not in the best shape I'm not as strong as I want to be I am just starting on my fitness journey like all those things that could be in my head I tried to transition my mindset and focus on these things I'm going to like share today so that's what today's episode is but moving into my not so typical obsessions this week if you've been following me since the beginning of quarantine which is like when I started on social media I started on TikTok and when I first started, like I did pretty much the exact same thing I do now on TikTok, like little random trends. But I also always used to do morning routines where I would like show my coffee, whatever I was drinking, my breakfast. And I used to like film it in the kitchen with like my whole family sitting there and like in the bathroom and I would do skincare, like all these fun things, which I literally still do that. So I pretty much do the exact same thing on TikTok two years later. But I will say the quality has definitely increased. Like looking back at the quality of the past videos is so funny to me. And I look so young. Like, I mean, I obviously started at the beginning of my 20s and now I'm 23. 
And you just definitely grow a lot in your 20s. Like you mature so much. And I'm such a different person, even from when I first started on social media, which is crazy because a lot of you have followed me since then. But I feel like I need to post one of the TikToks that I'm talking about on my uh, not your typical Instagram story. So I'll post that the morning that you guys are listening to this episode because it's just like so funny looking back. And it's definitely similar to like what I do now, but just like the quality, the angles is so much better, the lighting. And you just learn so much with anything like as you progress. But I am getting on off on a tangent. Um, the whole point is that I always used to drink this one specific drink in like every single morning routine. And now I'm re-obsessed with it. And it's by the brand Suja. This is not sponsored. I wish it was. But it's by the brand Suja and it's called Uber Greens. And even if you don't have this brand, like it's just what's in the drink that's so yummy. It has a bunch of yummy vegetables mixed together and then there's apple in it. Normally, I like green juices with grapefruit, but the whole point of this conversation is my favorite thing right now is having green juice in the morning, like a cold green juice after my coffee, of course. Like the second I wake up, you guys, I run down the stairs, go to the kitchen and make a coffee. There's nothing. I can't even think without my coffee, which is not a good habit. For a while, I was drinking water before coffee, but honestly just naturally I grab a coffee. I'm just trying to be real. I'm not, I'm not perfect. Maybe my goal in the future should be to grab water before my coffee, but at least I'm drinking a green juice after my coffee and green juices are not like the magic cure. I know that it's honestly probably overpriced, but it's definitely not a waste of money to me, especially because one, I enjoy the flavor two there's nutrients in there and three i see a huge difference when i drink green juice in one how i feel and two my skin it could definitely be a placebo like the energy it gives me because it kind of feels like you're drinking a matcha or coffee but i don't really care because it works and i just really like it i'm a huge liquid person so anything that i can drink like you guys know i'm always drinking a coffee or a matcha an olipop like most of my money goes towards beverages So this is just another beverage addiction. So if you're like me, I'm giving you a new beverage addiction. Try the Suja Uber Greens if you have it. They also have like a cheaper one at Costco that's huge. Or if you don't have that brand, then just try like a bunch of different veggies with apple or some type of fruit to make it a little sweet if you want it to be sweet. So yeah, that's been my obsession this week. My dislike this week has been my screen addiction. You guys, I got one of those like reminders that pop up on your phone that just ruin your day (laughs) that say how much you've been on your screen and like how much it's gone up since last week. Mine literally went up 20%. I think it was like 19% and I'm already on my phone so much. You guys know this. I post on social media every day. I like try and keep up with the trends. I scroll on Pinterest. I just do so much on my phone. I text a lot of people and to begin with, my screen time was high. So the fact that it went up 20%, 20, like that's a lot to go up. And I'm realizing too, it's because I wasn't really reading this past week. You guys know I have a Kindle and I'm I'm obsessed with it, but I've read like all the popular Colleen Hoover books and she's my favorite author. And it's really hard for me to get into any other authors, but I'm trying. And I know once I find like an author or a book that I love, I'll like have another like binge worthy reading month, just like I did with Colleen Hoover. But because I haven't been reading a lot this week, I've been spending so much more time on my phone. And I was listening to another podcast and 
it was saying how social media is actually toxic because it just increases comparison. It makes you less likely to be like satisfied in real life. And I don't like that feeling. Obviously, like that's not a good feeling. And there's obviously plus sides to social media. But when I was listening to this podcast, I literally wanted to throw my phone away because I didn't even realize like the scientific side of why social media is bad for your brain. Obviously, I'm not a doctor, so like you guys can research it on your own. But I was just kind of like blown away about like actual scientific proof of what your brain does when you're like on social media too much and just the benefits of like finding activities off your phone. I know I always talk about me like trying to like read more because it's off my phone, trying to go on walks at the beach, be in nature, take cocoa on walks, play with cocoa, clean my house, um, like go to Pilates, go to spin, like just doing things that aren't on a screen because I knew how I felt like I was reading my own body cues and I know that I feel better when I don't have that high of a screen time but after like hearing the actual scientific backing of it I was like okay I actually need to not be on my phone so much so it was definitely a dislike this week when I got that reminder because I was like oh my god last week I was like trying so hard to stay off my phone and then I just completely blew that all out the window this past week so I'm definitely gonna work this following week that's my goal for next week so I'm not going to share my screen time I think I have before but I hate sharing numbers on any of my platforms I feel like it's such an easy way for people to compare themselves to me like we already compare ourselves so much on social media like you probably listen to my podcast and you're like oh her life's together compare yourself right there or if I say in a vlog like my skin isn't doing well and I only have like one pimple I feel like people are going to compare their skin if they have more like there's just so much comparison on social media that I try and minimize it as much as I can control so I never share numbers because that's just like an easy go-to to to compare so yeah not sharing my screen time but just know it's high AF and I need to get that down this week so I'll let you guys know next week if I achieve this goal but Let's get into the episode. I'm so excited. Today, the way that I structured this episode is I wrote down like 10 words that you guys will understand by the end of the episode, but I wrote down 10 words that have inspired me in terms of a positive body image with fitness and with the society pressures, all that. So let's get into the first word that I wrote down, which is learn. So what this word means to me and why it's helped my fitness goals, why it's helped my positive body image is because I genuinely care about wellness. I want to know about nutrition. I want to know the vitamins that are in the apple I'm eating. I want to know why green juices might be good for you or might be a waste of money. I want to know the form I should be using while I'm working out. Um, I want to learn my body better. I want to like listen to my body cues, be aware of what's going on in my life that is contributing to my mental health, my physical health. I want to learn more about my period. So pretty much the reason I chose this word first, learn, is because I genuinely have never stopped trying to learn about wellness since I started my fitness journey. So if you guys are new here, I started my fitness journey five years ago right out of high school, really prioritized health as much as I could. And I mean, obviously there's been so many ups and downs, periods in my life where 
I was less motivated, less focused on fitness, which is totally fine. Like there's other things going on in my life that I was focused on. But now today, like five years later, I've definitely learned how to have a balance. Like fitness and wellness is totally not my whole life. It's something I prioritize because it makes me feel good. And again, I've learned so much about wellness and health and I've just learned how important it is for mental health, longevity, and my overall well-being. So yes, it is a huge part of my life and that's totally okay with me, but I also balance other things in my life. Like I have a relationship I care so much about. I have a family that I keep up to date with. I have friends that I see. I have passions outside of wellness and fitness. Like it's not my whole life, but it definitely is a huge part of my life. And ever since starting, like I said, five years ago, I've tried to learn as much as I can. And I know that there's so much information out there, which is so overwhelming, but pretty much the way that I minimize that like overwhelming stress of having so much information on the internet is just really focusing on the source that I'm getting information. And is somebody trying to give facts if they're not a professional? That's like a red flag for me. So for me, obviously, like I'm not a fitness professional. I talk a lot about my experience, my passions, my mindset with wellness. But like I say all the time, I'm like a broken record. I'm never giving advice. I'm never telling anyone what to do in the gym. I'm not I'm not telling anyone what to eat because that's just so above my level of certification. I don't have a certification. So on social media, it there are ways to learn. And I've really fall in love with a lot of like YouTube channels of dietitians. There's so many TikToks of dietitians and just people who will most likely upright say right in the video what their credentials are. And for me, I really love listening to dietitians. Those are just people that I trust. So that's just kind of how I've learned. And right now I'm obviously going above and beyond and trying to get my personal training license. I'm taking an entire certification course through NASM, which I'm not saying you have to do that, but the whole point is I really care to learn and that's what's helped my journey. From the beginning, I wasn't aware of what was true. So that's when I was kind of just doing whatever. And yeah, I think it's important to learn. Really quick, I want to talk to you guys about the sponsor of today's podcast, which is Upside. You guys all know the feeling from cringing at the pump to getting an eye-opening check at your favorite restaurant. It hurts a lot and that's why I'm bringing you guys Upside. Upside is an incredible app for anyone who buys gas, groceries, or goes to restaurants. With every purchase, I'm earning cash back thanks to Upside. Upside is honestly one of those apps where you feel like it's too good to be true. Literally, all you have to do is download the free app in the App Store. It's called Upside. You can use my promo code TYPICAL and it gets you $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. Next, you just claim an offer for whatever you're buying on Upside. You click check in at the business, pay as usual with a credit or debit card, and then you get paid. It's that easy. It's that simple. It's not too good to be true. In comparison to credit cards, rewards, loyalty programs, you can earn up to three times more cash back with Upside. Upside users are earning more than a million dollars every week. That's probably why they have their 4.8 star rating on the App Store. You guys can actually download the free Upside app and use promo code TYPICAL to get $5 off or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. That's $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more using promo code TYPICAL. Thank you, Upside, for sponsoring today's podcast, and let's get back into it. Moving on to number two, the next one I wrote is curious. 
So the reason I wrote this word is because ever since I started my journey, even just really in the past year, I've been curious about what I can add into my lifestyle. So if I go hang out with a friend and they're like, oh my God, I tried this really fun Pilates class. You would love it. The instructors are great. I feel really good. It's such a different style workout than what I'm used to. I stay curious about those things and then I go and try it most likely. Sometimes it doesn't work. Sometimes I don't love it. Like this is actually a good example. This past week I went to a breathwork class and it was for my friend Rebecca's Erwan like smoothie launch, which that was such a fun night, like meeting all my Instagram friends that I hadn't ever met in person, seeing Rebecca, celebrating her, seeing all my friends. It was so fun. But before the event started, we had this breathwork class and I've never done a breathwork class before. And it just, it definitely wasn't for me. Like it was similar to yoga, kind of like all the parts of yoga that I really don't like, like just sitting there having the time to like overthink because you're just literally laying on a mat. But it's also okay when things don't work out. So Pilates, that worked out for me. Breath work, it didn't. So everyone's just going to be different because like all my friends loved it. And it's also okay if you don't love something that everyone else loves or you don't love something that the YouTuber that you're watching loves. But I do think it's cool and important to be like curious about different things because I think it just helps with motivation for me, like trying different workout classes, trying different foods, different recipes, different restaurants. A couple years ago, I thought I hated matcha because I tried it once from Starbucks and I was like, this is so disgusting and sweet. And then now I drink matcha every day because I kept trying it. I tried different recipes and now it's like a huge habit that I have in my life. So just being curious about things definitely helped me. My next one is the word move. And I think this one's definitely obvious, but just adding movement into my life that I enjoy has really helped me stay productive, stay in a good mindset, keep me motivated. I feel like there's nothing more inspiring than just going and moving, going on a walk, going to a workout class, maybe cleaning your house. There's definitely things that I do throughout my day that is movement that's not exercise or like working out. Like I just said, cleaning the house, like you're obviously walking around or walking my dog or sometimes I'll walk to the grocery store instead of driving there. Just things like that, that I always feel more inspired after. And I try to stay off my phone when I go on like walks or do things that are intentionally movement. Like obviously I'm not perfect, but I've just found that adding in movement or activity into my daily life has really helped me with my fitness goals. It's helped me feel more energized. And it's also just not so like mundane. It's not like I sit all day long and then I exercise for one hour. Like I'm passionate about exercise and movement. So I find that it helps me to like just add it throughout my daily routine rather than just like only moving when I'm exercising, if that makes sense. So that's something that's really helped me. My next one is the word admire. And the reason I wrote this word is because when you're talking about your body like negatively, to me, it's so counterproductive. Something that I've really, really incorporated the past two years is just admiring my own body 
And I know I talk about this all the time. And this is what got me into journaling was the five minute journal, which is a prompted journal. And I actually have it right here. Let me read what the prompts are for you guys. The first one says, I'm grateful for, and then it has three options for you to write down. What would make today great? Three options to write down and then a daily affirmation. So that's the first journal that I ever purchased. And it really got me into journaling in the morning and at night. For example, saying like, I'm grateful for the legs that get me out of bed every day. That's admiring what you have. And it's just really helped me put myself in a mindset that respects the body that I'm already in. And that's another word that I wrote down, which is respect. Because to me, think about if someone else was saying to you what you possibly say to yourself. If I'm working out and I'm like, oh my gosh, you fell off this weekend, you were so unproductive, now you feel like shit in the gym, you can't even do five push-ups, you're already out of breath, that's so embarrassing, I hate the way that my legs look, like all these things. Like imagine if somebody literally came up to you in the gym and started saying that to you. How disrespectful would that be? Like I would literally be like, what? That's actually so embarrassing for you. So when you think of it that way, I feel like it makes you realize how disrespectful it is to yourself to just like belittle yourself. And for me, I have to just like bring myself back and think of it in these ways that make me realize how ridiculous it is to not love myself fully because of these things that just have nothing to do with my value. So that's something that helps me is just respect yourself and respect the boundaries that you set on yourself you don't let other people talk to you like that so do not let yourself talk to yourself like that so i'm constantly reminding myself that another thing is care so the reason i wrote down this word is because a lot of the things that i do in my daily life are self-care so the biggest one i want to talk about today is like human connection which sounds so dramatic but just hanging out with friends building connection with the people I already have in my life, building connection with me, like spending alone time with myself has honestly been so nice. I used to never go anywhere alone. Like when I was in high school or even in college, I we had like a group of like seven girls in high school. Anytime I was doing anything, like I would text in the group chat and be like, okay, I'm going to Starbucks. Does anyone want to come? And then nine times out of 10, someone would come. Like if my best friend Taylor's listening, you know that you were there because our friend group was so like that. Like the second someone wanted to hang out, we would all go and hang out. And the more I'm growing up, obviously everyone's so busy. We all live in different states, different cities. We don't live so close to each other like we did in high school or college. Like in college, we literally lived together. So it was so easy to just be like, oh, I'm running to Trader Joe's. Does anyone have to go? So yes, I live with my boyfriend, but I feel like you guys don't even realize how busy Hunter is. We are together a lot, but most of the time he's just like on his computer in his office or his little desk. So this past year, I've been doing so much more by myself. And last week, I even like took myself on dates. I went and I studied at a coffee shop for hours. Like I went every single morning to this place called Kit Coffee. And I went and I studied, got myself a matcha, went to work out after. And I feel like if you follow me on YouTube, you definitely see how much I spend time alone. And it just helps me care for the relationship with myself. So that's why I chose that word. Just a huge part of self-care for me is 
building connection with myself, with other people. Like I've been hanging out with a lot of my friends. I'm intentional. Like remember that the phone always goes both ways. You want to be reaching out to people and also notice the people who are like reaching out to you and the people who want to surround themselves with you because one, it makes you feel valued and two, you know that they're making an effort in the friendship and I'm just a huge believer in putting your energy into what's working. So if I have a friendship that is constantly someone that really wants to see me or is making an effort and being like, hey, do you want to get coffee? Hey, do you want to go on this trip? Do you want to meet at Pilates? Like things like that. Like if somebody really does want to see you, they make it very known. And I always want to like reciprocate that. So that's something that I've been working on this past year and just not putting all my energy into the relationships that aren't working. And I feel like if you're maybe dating or looking for friendships and stuff that's something to keep in mind like don't put so much energy in the guy who ghosted you like he sucks he isn't valuing you he doesn't care about you so put your energy into the people that are showing up for you and if that's yourself right now and you're the one that's showing up for you the most put your energy into that because the relationship that we have with ourselves is so important it's the most important thing and it's just going to ultimately make you feel more confident it's going to make you happier and that's just what I preach on this podcast. So you guys know I'm going to tell you to do that and follow through with that. So that's my list of words that have helped me with body image and just my lifestyle goals in general, work, career, everything, my day-to-day life that I'm trying to be better. I hope that some of these resonated with you guys. My journal prompt today is going to be you writing down all of the words that help you. So what words inspire you? Do you want to learn? Do you want to be grateful? Do you want to nourish? You know, like just think of the words that come to your mind first that you focus on to help your overall well-being and becoming your best self because it was so fun for me writing this list. And even if you want to go into it and like write what these words mean to you, I feel like that's fun. So that's today's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I'm trying to think if I have any life updates. Oh my gosh, how did I not give you guys this update in the beginning? No, I'm so sad that I didn't say this in the beginning because I feel like everyone's probably like not even here. But I got a freaking tattoo for this podcast. I'm going to have to mention this in the beginning of next episode, but if you're here, I love you. I got an NYT tattoo because not your typical NYT. I went with Lindsay and we went to this really good tattoo artist that does like fine line tattoos it doesn't even look that good right now like the pictures that i've shared on instagram because it's obviously healing so i'll share some more when it's fully healed in a week but i chose this like cursive font and i put it right on my arm because my other tattoo that i have i rarely ever see it and i really want to just like see this all day long like i want to be reminded of this community we have on here and you guys mean so much to me it's ridiculous just the messages that I get, like you guys have truly changed my life with this podcast. So I needed something that just like meant a lot to me on my body that I can see every day. So yeah, thank you guys so much. Like you're the reason why I love this podcast. You're the reason that I feel so motivated this year and you're the reason that I got this tattoo. So thank you. And thank you for listening, especially if you made it to the end. Don't forget to rate this podcast and leave a review. The reviews that I got last week literally brought me to tears. Like they were so sweet and 
they're just what sparks my motivation. It's what keeps me posting on social media, feeling comfortable to share. And it just always means a lot to me if you take the time to leave a review. So thank you for that. And I will talk to you guys next week. Thank you.